Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margot. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs, a podcast. I am Eli, your host, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, and I play Flint. I'm Jason, and I play Robarth and Mirax. I am Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm Ashley, and I play Margot. And this episode, like many episodes, is brought to you by Metallic Dice Games, of which I was just sharing some really cool-looking ones that I shared to make Ashley spend more money. I shared the... They, they have a whole lot of Zircon, which is a clear, but you can but it's affected by other minerals around it so it changes colors and they use the zircon to do birthstones mm-hmm. uh, so they're a much cheaper alternative to getting the actual birthstone i bought three sets of dice from them though <laughs> yeah. odd numbers are boring go even <laughs> i either even or divisible by five. my birthday's coming up someone else can buy them for me <laughs> that would be a great self-birthday but ashley gift. and i are white girls we can't even but for everyone else and us, we can use it too. If you go to their website, metallicdicegames.com, and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, you get 10% off your whole order. And these dice are worth it. They're so pretty. And all of us had ha- have had very good first experiences with these mm-hmm. dice. Yes, mine glow in the dark. And it usually coincides when I have a good idea. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. And this episode is also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee, which I think all of us have gotten to try at this point. Yes. Out of 10. Mm-hmm. So far for the podcast, our favorite is their initiative blend. Yes. And it's very good. I like it because of the toffee kind of flavor to it. The plum catches me by surprise on that one, though. Yeah. I just taste mostly toffee, though. That's your main flavor with that one. Well, I, I make iced coffee out of it for my lunch, mm. and when it's colder, you get a lot more of that plum flavor. To be fair, Ooh. the plum gets a surprise round, so it's going to catch you off guard. <laughs> That's true. But if you go to foundfamiliar.com slash playitforward, you'll get 10% off of your order, which doesn't apply to their subscription, but I do suggest using the subscription if you drink a lot of coffee. Just because then it's always at your door. You don't have to worry about running mm-hmm. out. And I believe when we last left off. Oh, actually, no. This episode is also brought to you by one other thing. My neighbor's puppy. Max. Because I was not having a particularly good day. And then as I'm cleaning up the shanty from the mess I made assembling my desk, this puppy decided to hang out with me for a while. And he's some sort of chihuahua because he's very small. But he looks like a tiny coyote. (laughs) I like it. This is good sponsorship. Yes. Yes. He made my day so much better because as I tried to play fetch with him and he understood the concept of chase stick, but he'd get really excited on his way back and drop the stick and just run to me. (laughs) (laughs) So close. So close. But he... He is an exceptionally good boy who licked the inside of my ear. <laughs> oh, well, at least, well, at least it's clean? Yeah? <laughs> clean? Clean? It's in earring? I don't know. Um. <laughs> but yes, when we last left off, you were exploring the crypt of the Temple of Alindra. Within the blank. Where nothing wood. bad ever happens. Yes. And you got two dark, shadowy figures 
emerged from the floor, and we were beginning initiative, to which you have already rolled. Oh, cool. Yep, we have still, still oh, got yeah, that saved. Hooray. Great. So basically, right now, you guys are in a five-foot-wide hallway in this crypt of, of this... The part of the crypt that you're in that has a bunch of sarcophagus in it. Sarcophaguses? Sarcophagi? Whatever. And Rovarth, you're leading the way with Flint and then Roscoe and Margot protecting the rear. And Rovarth, when you reach an intersection in this hallway that goes 20 feet in either direction, that is where these shadowy figures have popped up. Can I make a roll to know what these things are? You can roll either Arcana or Religion. Okay. I will do uh, that. Because you are currently the only one that can see Congratulations. <laughs> Devil's Sight from Patron for the win. Well, there's walls. That too. <laughs> also, I think you're the tallest person in the party. Actually, I am now that... Yeah. You, you are. I definitely think that the walls play a larger part in that, but <laughs> go on. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking walls. Ah, uh, but my... My cursed rolls continue. So that is a uh, a seven. I rolled a yep, three. Yep, those are shadows. Yeah, they look a lot like shadows, which you've faced before, but they're more detailed. Roscoe, I think there's some stronger shadows ahead. And the one moves forward, and Flint will be able to see it just around this corner as it takes a swipe at Rovarth. Rude. With its ghostly hand oh i don't like that 20 that's a hit that is 27 damage <gasps> holy shit God. and you need to make a constitution saving throw yep i because i know what these are no being me but 15 that is a success oh thank god and now it is the other wraith's turn yeah, that's what and I it that's what I think. Flies up to Rovarth and swings again. Or it swings its horrific hand at you. Twenty-four to hit. Yeah. For twenty-one necrotic damage. Jesus Christ. Uh that'd be or Pyjura, that'd be what, forty eight? Yeah, damn. Total of forty eight, yes. Well, I went from from totally fine to almost bleeding out very quickly. <laughs> I need you to make another constitution save. Yeah. Uh, that's a three. Okay. Your oh. hit point maximum is reduced by 21 until you finish a long rest. Okay. What the fuck? Oof. These are challenge rating five monsters. You know, I'm taking this the challenge rating with a grain of salt because apparently the Hydra wasn't very strong, but that almost, you know, killed well, us all. Keep in mind, with the exception of Margot, none of you are technically frontline fighters. Yeah. The warlock build that I yeah the warlock build that I made for Rovarth makes him a secondary frontline fighter. Like that's a a role that he can fill, but that's not really his job. Flint, you can kind of see two horrific spectral creatures, and as they hit Rovarth, like. The one to your right, you know, right and up, reached into Rovarth's chest, and Rovarth seized up a little bit, and then the other one reached into his lower back, and he spasmed, and then they pulled their hands back, and he seems very much so worse for wear. I would like to do the, the cure wounds thing. Sounds like a plan. Also, before that, can I get a, can I roll real quick to see if I know what these are? Yes, Arcana or Religion. <laughs> okay, uh, so hold on, let me figure out my. Okay, yeah, that's it's what I thought it was. Twenty six. Okay, these are wraiths. They are very powerful incorporeal undead. They are incredibly susceptible to sunlight. It doesn't harm them, but it makes it difficult for them to do anything. They oh, can't be charmed or exhausted or grappled or paralyzed or any of that stuff. They are immune to poison and necrotic damage, and they are resistant to all elemental damage. They're also resistant to non-magical 
damage, but you guys all have magic weapons, so it doesn't really matter. I'm trying to figure out what my max level spell slot is. Because, you know, that's kind of important. Uh, I want to say fifth at this point. You're ninth. Yeah, level. fifth level. All right. Damn, cure wounds. Yeah, give me a second to count. Oh, man. <laughs> that is the downside <laughs> of not using roll 20 anymore. Yeah, you gotta do you, all the you, math. You gotta math on your I'm own. I'm not ashamed. I got my calculator out. <laughs> She's not the only one. <laughs> okay, 29. Shit. Yeah. Okay, Rovarth, you healed 29 because that was a lot of that was a little dice. Damn. So in reality, you heal 27. Okay. And you you know that you gave Rovarth quite a bit of rejuvenation, but he's still breathing hard and in a lot of pain. I I stab him, and I'm just like, oh, and I'm like, oh, no. I just yell out, the wraiths, they're weak to sunlight, and they're really, sh- and, they're, and also they're mean. That's fair. Yeah, Anything I'm else you'd child. like to do? I can't really back up without, like, you know, bumping into someone. You can move through your ally squares. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Back up. Just, like, okay, get behind Margo. Behind Margo. Yeah, yeah. Um, Margo, they, Margo is safe. They are both going to take a swing at you. Oh no! Leave, <laughs> but that is a twelve. That does not hit. But that is a nineteen. Ooh. Fuck. For twenty-two necrotic damage. Oh my god! Oh, I hate these words. And I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. So that was a twelve. All right, your maximum hit points are reduced by 22 until you finish a long rest. Fuck. Oh, Flint, you also, with your Arcana check, know that, and we'll assume you pass this on to everyone else, if they kill you, you will rise as a ghost under their control. Oh, no. And for for mechanics purposes, that counts if you were reduced to zero hit points. If your maximum is reduced to zero hit points. Oh, God. So if you fail too many of those constitution saves, you will just die. Mm. Getting into the big leagues, baby. I don't like it. Oh, fuck this. All right. It is now Margot's turn. All right. Flint was hit by one of them, but still managed to put you and Roscoe in between him and the wraiths. You can't see them right where you are. You'd have to at least move into the space that Flint gave up. But actually, because of your small size, you could move around through one of the wraith squares and get behind it. That's what I was going to ask, is if I, if I could run around it or something. Margo's going to... Yep, they are. Oh, go ahead. Sorry? I was, I was just saying, they're medium-sized creatures. Okay, cool. Well, Margo's going to do that. All right. There's one to your right and one to your left. I want to go to the one... On the left. Okay. How the hell did I already forget what to add? (laughs) (laughs) I add my initiative, right? Like the four or whatever? What do I add? You already already did that. (laughs) Your attack bonus. Okay. Should be under your attacks, like the dueling brilliant energy or... Oh, so like eight to hit or ten? No, that's not it. No, it sounds right. That is? Plus eight. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't... I don't know. I yeah. don't have your character sheet right I in do. front of me. I don't know. What I, that... I, I mean, I see it. So so it's 22 because I'm using the dueling bright energy sword. Okay. 22 definitely hits. 10 damage. Ow. And then 20. That hits. And that is 14 damage. Ow. I forgot to challenge it. Oh, well. I, mean, I can't challenge it though, right? Can yeah. I? Other than getting it to not attack Rovarth, you don't gain any benefits against this creature oh. for challenging it. So, I mean, you can. That's up to mm-hmm. you. But you can't knock it prone or... Yeah, that's true. It's flying. Well, you can stun it. It can be stunned, but it can't be knocked prone. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. And it does necrotic damage, which you're, you won't be resistant yeah, to. Yeah, okay. But it would be more focused on you than on Rovarth. I'll challenge it. <laughs> it's probably not smart, okay. but it's what it is. 
All right. It got a... It has to make a wisdom save, yes. right? All right. It got a seven. Fifteen is what it would have to roll. So yeah, it is challenged. All right. And uh, I know that's all you can do unless you wanted to move away from it. But that... Well, it's already attacked, used its attack of opportunity this round, so you could move away if you wanted to. Sure. Yeah, I'll move back. All right. Roscoe. Okay, um... Can I get the flint? Yeah, he's just right okay. behind you. I can't remember the order. I'm just going to touch flint, and I'm going to do enhanced ability in the form of bear's endurance. Flint now has advantage on constitution checks. Also, cool. also you. you get 10 temporary hit points. Ah, Ooh. nice. Roscoe's getting a shiny new magic item when we get the chance. All right. And that's all. Anything else? That's just... all I'm doing. Okay. Rovarth. Okay, so I have several questions. Okay. But basically what I'm going to do, because I don't have any other real options at this point, is the two wraiths are right next to me, correct? Yep. One to your right, one to your left, more or less. And I'm assuming that everybody in my party is relatively close to me. Actually, everybody's about 15 feet away. 15 feet away. So, actually, hold on. I might have a plan. I just need to see which of these spells have a radius less than 15 uh, feet. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't think is any of them, but I'll look. Ooh, that works. I'm going to cast Shatter. All right. Centered on myself. (laughs) Okay. Shatter has a... a, I believe it's a 20-foot radius. It specifically says... Uh, each creature within a 10-foot radius sphere centered at that point must make a constitution saving throw. I'm going to center it on myself. All right. Which is probably a bad move, but I'd rather have this take me out radius. than these things. That's fair. And uh, what kind of action is that? Hold on. I might be able to be really clever. I believe it is a standard, a regular full action. No, that's that a regular action, but there's something else yeah. that my ADHD brain is thinking about. When I can change the type of damage that my armor protects me from, what type of action is that? That's a short rest. Okay, so I can't do that. Oh, well, whatever. I'm going to cast Shatter. So they need to make a constitution saving throw or take 3d8 thunder damage, half damage on a successful save. All right, well, the one uh, that Margo had challenged and damaged took only got a 10, and the other one only got an 11. They both fail. Yep. And I need to make one as well, because as per the wording of the spell, it hits me too. Creatures. So, I succeeded. I got a 17. Hey! Cool, you'll all take half damage. Sweet, because I guess they have resistance to thunder. They are resistant to all elemental damage. Fun. But 3d8, actually, shouldn't it be more than 3d8? Oh yeah, higher levels. Yeah, it's a fifth level... Spell slot. When you cast this spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, the damage increases by 1d8 for each slot above second. So that would be 66, because we're fifth level. 68. Or 68, because we're... Yeah. Yeah. We've got fifth level spells. Nice. Really sounds like you uh, opened up a can of whoop-ass. Possibly on Aww. myself. We'll find out. <laughs> oh, man. I have a healing potion, I think. If not, I can make one. All right, so that's 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 28 damage before it's halved. Boy. Oh, shit. Two eights, a six, and three twos. Well, and good news, the one that Margot had challenged is still challenged. I swear no. Yeah. Yeah, the way that your challenge ability works, the way that myself and the incredibly powerful Eric Hutchins designed it was to every time a creature other than you damages it, it gets to remake it safe. Yeah. Just like instantly. Yeah. Which is also why I designed the class feat indomitable that gives them that as a samurai gives them disadvantage on that save. <laughs> that makes me happy. But you don't have that feat. Not yet. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. 
Dun, dun, dun. You're going dun, to survive. Dun. This is not an option. You will survive. Anyway, anything else you'd like to do, Brovarth? Dodge for the love of my life. Like, my life. Dodge! You know, it's hard to say. I think this guy would keep attacking you. The one to your to the east of you. There's no reason for it to go after the others just yet, especially because you just heard it kind of bad. But because of a disadvantage, it got an eight. Yay, it misses. And the other one, you will get an attack of opportunity as it flies to attack Margo. Yay. Kick his ass, please. <laughs> that was actually cocked, surprisingly. It got wedged in between my keyboard. Ooh, I should have taken the cocked dice result. No! <laughs> <laughs> Because that was an 11, and this is only a 9, so that would Aww. be... Well, hold on. I get to add my proficiency, so that would be 15. 15 hits? With the long sword, so it takes uh, 1d8 plus 2 slashing. Bueno. Magic long sword. <laughs> which is 5 slashing. All it's right. magic. Oh, oh okay. it's magic. I'm so sorry. It got a 22 on its wisdom save there, so it is no longer challenged. Yay. But it is still focused on Margot, so it's going to go ahead and take a swing at her. You better miss. But a 13, I know for fact, <laughs> does not hit nope. you. And it is now Flint's turn. You know, I kind of want to activate that floaty orb we found, but I don't know the command word. Yeah, you do. You identified it. Oh, sweet. Okay, in that case. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, everybody, when you cast Identify on a magic item and it has a command word, you magically learn what that command word is. Sweet. Sweet. Then I, what I want to do then is I pull it out of my bag and I speak the command word to cast the daylight spell. Okay. I believe that's bright light out to 60 feet. I want to say so too. Uh, hold on. Do you want me to look it up? I can look it up. You keep reading what that fancy little doodad does. Okay, you told me and I wrote down. It can also, uh, it, it floats, so I can send it within 60 feet of me, so I order it to kind of float, so it's near the wraiths. So it's just like right by Robarth? Yeah. Alright, cool. It's suddenly very bright in here. Yeah, it is now daylight. Just all, Flint just yells this word in Elven and throws this orb, and it hits the ceiling right above Rovarth and just stays there, and it is suddenly sunlight. Oh, my eyes! <laughs> yeah, there is a brief second of, like, spots in your eyes, but the wraiths are, like, screaming. Or, they don't, they, they, they react viscerally. They don't seem to be in pain, but they definitely don't like this. Good. They need to piss off. <laughs> and anything else you would like or can do? I really can't do anything. All right. It is Margot's turn then. Yes. I'm excited. Okay. So I am going to attack that one that I had challenged last time. Okay. And I'm just going to use the, the sword still. Ooh, 29. That definitely hits. Yeah. And 12 damage. Ow. 17. That hits. And 12 damage. It is dead. Yes! <laughs> Yay! Go martyr, baby! You completely annihilate it. Well, that is all for my turn, I think, because I can't really do anything else. Okay. Well, I mean, you have enough movement. If you wanted to, you could move to the other side of this wraith that Rovarth is still fighting. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that, so I'll move over that direction so I can help out. Okay. Roscoe. So there's one wraith left. And you still can't see it because you're not close enough. Okay. Well, let me move up. Okay. You move up to that corner, and you can now see the wraith that Margot and Rovarth are fighting. Okay, let's get stupid. This is going to be real dumb, I think. But I'm feeling I can it. see Roscoe attempting it. Well, I am going to do Verse of Power, but All I'm right. going to spend two Bardic Inspirations. One, to avoid Margot and Rovarth. <laughs> okay. And the second one... I am going to do Verse of Fear. Ooh. Makes a Ooh, wisdom. What's that? Remind me what that does. Give me one second and I will remind Ooh, myself delightful. what it does. <laughs> I know what it does, but I want to read it and get it accurate. Yeah. Your Verse of Power doesn't deal damage, but instead instills fear in the targets. 
creature in the cone makes a wisdom saving throw it becomes frightened for four rounds. My charisma modifier. All right. That's fun. That Let's cool. see. Oh, it got a 21. Yeah, it made it, but it was worth a shot. It was something different. So, yeah, this time when Roscoe says is a bit misleading on his verse of power, but you've all seen it before. He will speak two or three words and it changes the effect. You've seen him use it to breathe fire. And as now he used it to have that energy kind of like waft away from Margot and Rovarth. But this time that energy, instead of that, that feeling of thunder, it's dread as if Rovarth had just spoken this word of fear and the wraith pulls back away from Roscoe for a moment and then resumes its resolve. Okay. And then as a bonus action, because I did not cast a spell. (laughs) True. Oh, that's nice. Sorry. Rovarth, you get, you get eight hit points back from healing word. Yay. All right. And it is now Rovarth's turn. All right. I'm significantly less frightened. I'll do Eldritch Blast at disadvantage because I'm still in melee. That's fair. And I really don't feel like running away and getting hit in the face. Also fair. Where is the spell? There it is. I I defined the, the spell description. There we go. Well, I'm pretty sure that hits because 15 plus 7 is 22. Yes. And that is 1d10. Oh, wait, no. Roll twice. Well, I'm pretty sure that misses because uh, 2 plus 7 is 9. (laughs) That is also correct. It's like, oh, wait, yeah, melee combat. (laughs) Let's try this again because I get two of them. You are doubly correct. (laughs) Uh, Well, sure, let's see if I get a natural one. Yeah, that also misses because that was a 4 plus (laughs) 7. All right. Anything else you'd like to do? Uh, I'm going to take the dodge action and, and again, try not to get my soul sucked out. All right. Well, it just witnessed Margot destroy the other wraith, so it's going to try and kill her. (laughs) My baby. It rolled a seven. Good. (laughs) Because it has disadvantage and it rolled a critical failure. It's hard to tell because while this this shadowy figure is much more defined so that you can see its eyes, um, imagine the ring wraiths from uh, Lord of the Rings. That's Mm -hmm. basically what these things are. And it is clearly because of this orb of sunlight, it's having trouble seeing and you're able to easily avoid its attack. But it is now Flint's turn. Hey. Okay. So... What I'm going to do is I'm going to be brave for a bit and run up and firebolt. Okay, Classic. so best move there is to just move to the other side so that Rovarth is in between you and the Wraith. Yeah, good idea. So that's a 17. That hits. Pew, pew. <laughs> you finger gun at it and fire a bolt of fire. <laughs> yep. Uh... Okay, that was 10 damage in total. All right, so five fire damage. But it's lasting. That's true. It is. It is somehow on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I've set the shadows on fire. How does this happen? It is now Margot's turn. All right. Well, I'm going to go after it and try to stab it again. Fair. 29. <laughs> that hits... 13 damage. Ow. And 15? Uh, 15 hits. 12 damage. Ow. And I think that's all I can do. All right, Roscoe. You are a mere shadow, soon to be a fleeting memory, easily discarded and forever forgotten. Oh, Vicious mockery. Oh, wisdom save. Yep. Damn, that was cold. 22. He made it. Oh, well. Rovarth. I am going to try and attack it with the longsword. All right. 
<sighs> oh god! What? I that's the same roll I had last time, so that's a uh, ten oh. to hit. That will not hit. Mm-hmm. That's my turn, because uh, I'm not really a melee combatant, and I will dodge. Well, the wraith will take three damage, and it will sink down into the floor. No. Oh. Incorporeal. Nice. And rise up right behind Roscoe. No. But it spent its action putting itself out. As it sank below the floor because it was leaving. Well, man. I'm going to say it was leaving your threatened space. So uh, Rovarth and Margo do get an attack swap opportunity. Oh, cool. Well, we already know I'm going to try and stab it. That would be a, a 13. 21. Oh, Jesus. 21 also hits. Oh, let's, let's see what Margo gets. 12 damage. 12. All right. And what did Ro- uh, Rovarth do? Let's see. That is a sword, and a sword is a D8. So four damage. Four damage. All right. So it still rises up out of the ground right next to Roscoe, but as it went to like dive down into the floor... Rovarth and Margo, you both stabbed your swords forward so it flew through your weapons. <laughs> yeah, if I was a dick of a DM, I would go, well, technically, it didn't leave you threatened space until it had moved through the ground and you wouldn't have known. <laughs> but that's not fun. Flint, it's your turn. I don't like that, that it did that. So I will honestly, like... Would move I... to the other side. So... The way this works is Rovarth is standing right in the middle of this intersection of hallways. To the south of Rovarth is Roscoe, and then the Wraith. You're to his west. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay, so. Honestly, I feel like the best thing I can do right now is to move next to Rovarth, and um, I'm going to cast Firebolt again. Alright, that checks out. 18. That hits. Once again, that is 10 damage. It is destroyed. Yes. So basically what happens is it sinks down into the floor and it rises up right next to Rovar or Roscoe ready to attack him. And Roscoe yells out, Barone's glory in surprise. And Flint, you look around the corner and just roll so that you can get a good beat on it and fire. And it is eviscerated, completely immolated in your magical flame and is destroyed. Did anyone see that? Because I don't think I can ever do it again. (laughs) Good job. Roscoe looks down and goes, you scared me for a moment, but you will be forgotten in an instant. And just walks away. (laughs) That's just mean. Just kick him while he's down. Jesus. I mean. Roscoe don't play. (laughs) <laughs> Stone cold, man. I respect it. Well, you brought the fire. I bring the ice. <laughs> Rock- right. Roscoe's like the baddest bitch in our group. <laughs> Accurate. Like, Margot is like the ultimate damage dealer, but like, Roscoe is just savage. <laughs> That's true. The savager was brought. All right. I feel like I need to take psychic damage just by proximity. <laughs> All right. We should keep exploring the tomb. All right. And I believe what you guys were doing was very cleverly using the fact that these sarcophagi are less than a foot thick to have Flint just use detect magic. Mm-hmm. This is correct. That yeah, makes pretty sense. Much. And if it wasn't correct, it would be correct now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we were doing. Like, I kind of made it Flint's detect magic work. It's really attached to a set of goggles that he cool. usually wears around his neck, so he just kind of pulls them up. I'm on board. Yeah. So you will, I say quickly, it it takes you about an hour of searching this place, but you find the only sarcophagus that has any magic coming from it at all. Please tell me it's not covered in, like, freaky mold. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, thank God. Uh, Rovarth, please help me open this. I have scrawny arms. I assist in the opening all right, you open it up, and there is a uh, what might be a wizard, based on the robes at this point, skeleton 
a corpse. And it is... Its hands are laid on top of its chest, and in between its chest and its hands is an orb. A bright, flawless, fist-sized ruby. Ooh. I will use Mage Hand to pick up the ruby. (laughs) Okay. And once it is out of the skeleton's grasp, I will place it in my hand. All right. Identify? Okay. When you go to identify it, I want you to go ahead and make a spellcasting check. So you will use your spellcasting ability modifier, which is intelligence, and your proficiency bonus, and you will roll. That's ominous. Okay, proficiency bonus was plus intelligence modifier. Yep. Do I add anything else to that? Like, do I roll a dice or something? I, I'm sorry. I, yeah, you, you roll a die. Oh, in that case, uh, well, I rolled a 19, <laughs> but after all the bonuses and shit, it's 26. Okay, you are able... Uh, man, it... You feel... This item, this this orb, is trying to trick you. Oh, I don't like that. It is trying to trick your identifying magics. and But you know that this... You aren't fully aware of what it does because of what it is doing. But you know that this is an immensely powerful magical item. The most powerful magical item you have ever encountered. Hey, um, do we still have that book we found on the Mana Stone? Just out of curiosity. And you you hear a voice coming from the stone. And it says, Fine, you found me. Holy shit. What? <laughs> we found the Mana Stone. Oh no. Yes, congratulations. Snarky bitch. Now, which one of you uh, heroes will I be assisting? That's a good question. I say that, uh, hey, so we found the Mana Stone. Yes, they can all hear me. I don't know that. I'm sorry. You are hearing me with your ears. They do work, don't they? (laughs) You are clearly a spellcaster. You clearly rely on study. There must be something in between the ears. Well, this stone clearly doesn't rely on manners. Damn. I'm going to have to ask you to cut down on the the snark there, Mr. Manastone. I mean, clearly he has a name besides the Manastone. May I ask what it is? Oh, my. No one has asked me that in... Several hundred years, even before I was placed inside of that stupid sarcophagus. I mean, maybe if you had better manners, people would ask you. Why don't we not piss off the very powerful natural item? Coming from the Ottervolk who called me a bitch. (laughs) My name is Singer. And once, I was the single most powerful mage to have ever lived. So... A refresher for me, because I don't have my dreams written down in this particular archive. Was this what I was sent to find? Maybe. A maybe, okay. I mean, you know that this is what the cultists of Ashku were after. Okay. But all you know is that your dreams were leading you to this building. And refresh my memory, refresh my memory, because it's been a while since we started this campaign. Were we supposed to take the Man of Stone back? You actually, the only reason you guys were coming after the Mana Stone was because the cultists were after right. it. Yep. To stop them from using it for evil. That's right. Well, chop chop, who is it? Uh. It's clearly not the Ottervoke. Okay, let's... Roscoe, you're the historian. Roscoe steps up and goes... Roscoe steps up and goes... I am a magical foci... Three of you possess magic. You will assist me. Am I going to be assisting? You will assist me. Yes, and what kind of spellcaster are you? I am a bard. Then I cannot assist you. Very well. Then I will take the stone. Okay. Ah, finally, a decision has been made. A decision was made. You just went against it. 
Yes. <laughs> For someone who's the most powerful mage, you do have strict rules of what you can and can't do. Yes, that is because a goddess trapped my soul inside of a stone. I thought you were historian. I am, and I thought you were worth a damn, but apparently all you are is irritating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, I love it. Rovarf, he has agreed to assist you, so let's see how he can assist. Yes. So you must attune yourself to the Mana Stone. Okay. Uh, which takes about an hour. So if you already have three items attuned, you might want to pick which one isn't going to be anymore. Well, I only have this titanium armor, which is not attunable because it's not magic, and then my longsword. So I think I'm good. Yeah, because I don't think your uh, spear requires attunement. No. And even if it does, I, I would lose it because I use my sword now anyway. So. All right. So because you are attuned, the stone has allowed it. It is a plus three magical orb. Okay. So all of your spell attacks and your DC is increased by three while using the orb as a foci. So all of my spell attacks and my DC. Yep. Nice. Okay. And the orb also functions as a bag of holding. That's weird, but okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking cool, but huh. Hmm. If you... I believe you already had the Arcana skill, which means you now have expertise in the Arcana skill, because the Mana's Orb has thousands of years of, of uh, arcane knowledge. Dope. And while attuned to the Mana Stone, you cannot be charmed, frightened, blinded, deafened, petrified, or stunned. Okay, then. You are now able to cast the Dimensional Door and Knock spells. After the spell is cast, roll a d6. On a roll of one through five, you cannot cast the spell again until the next dawn. You obviously know now that the stone is sentient. There is a spirit inside of it, and it is not happy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of us needs to roll for that. Of the century. Yes. And because it is an artifact, you know that unlike any other magical item, it needs a very specific condition to be destroyed. But what Roscoe knows, and what I believe he shared with everyone else, it wants to be destroyed. Yeah. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Because that is the only way that the spirit within the stone is going to be released. Oh, I'm sorry. It also functions as a gem of seeing. Okay. And a gem of seeing has three charges. They resupply at, the, at every dawn. But... For when you expend one charge for the next 10 minutes, you have true sight out to 120 feet mm. when you peer through the gem. Artifacts ain't nothing to fuck with. No. Uh, Jesus. Nice Damn. stuff. We're just going to roll up the main and like, stuff, get what, guess what we found. And what you especially know, especially because of your newfound arcane knowledge, sentient items can sometimes choose not to be used. <laughs> oh. They sometimes exert their will against you if they feel, for whatever reason, specific to the item. I mean, considering this particular item's backstory, that makes total sense to me. Well? Like, he doesn't have much control, but whatever control he has, clearly he wants yeah. to keep. The good news is, I think I'm going to destroy this thing. <laughs> Flint can help. He has that fancy ability where I can destroy things if I so choose. Rovarth, you. So, yes, your ability to dispel magic can affect artifacts. It's just incredibly difficult. Yeah. Unsurprising. Oh, God, if we destroy this, we're probably going to piss off a goddess so much. <laughs> yes. Well, that's another thing all of you know is that actually. It is, yeah, so first, because I was curious as to what I had written about disenchantment, it is possible to disenchant artifacts, but the results can be disastrous. If you successfully disenchant the artifact, you must succeed on a DC 25 wisdom saving throw. On a failure, you lose the ability to cast spells for 1d6 days. Particularly powerful artifacts cannot be disenchanted in this way, but may lose their properties for a short time. And it also it would be a DC 30 to disenchant that item. Oof. Yeah, I can't even do that if I roll a natural 20 right now. Yeah. Well, shit. I mean, the option 
might one day be on the table, but like that's a ways away. And Rovarth, when you have the thought in your head of, oh, maybe I'm supposed to destroy this thing, you pass out. Okay. Oh. Oh, God. So Rovarth is holding this stone up, and he's kind of looking at it, and then he falls over and drops the stone. And when he does, the stone yells out, don't let me roll into some sort of corner. I run over to grab it. (laughs) (laughs) But Rovarth, you find yourself in this flashing dream. There you see, it's almost like cave paintings, but made out of like mosaic or really not cave paintings it's like a very simplistic mosaic stained glass is the way that you're viewing this and you see yourself holding the stone up to this door and the stone glows and shatters and when it does the door is flung open and this white dragon erupts out of the door and what you know is that you will know when it is time to destroy the stone. Oh my god. Okay. I think I think I'm beginning to piece this all together. I, that, I think that was the final piece of the puzzle I needed. And this is this is in character. I think this is the final piece of the puzzle I need to free you. Okay. Were you talking to me? Because I would be greatly appreciative of that. You, sure, but also my patron. I think I know what oh, he guided me to you. Warlock. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but like, um, this is in dreamscape. Maybe... <laughs> oh no, you you wake up. Okay, sorry. A- after that, you you what you realize is you have to find something before you can destroy the stone. Okay, got it. Uh, but you wake up and say that in the stone. He goes, ugh, you're a warlock. Yeah. So much shade from yeah. such a small rock. No, no. It's, it, I mean, it his defense, Rovarf. he has lots it of... It is now stuck with Rovarf. It can Thank be upset. Hey, don't worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fulfill your promise. I just, I just, I need to fulfill the right conditions first. Warlocks. Cheaters. Where's the hard work? I mean, he technically is working hard because, you know, he technically has to, like, you know, go find shit for a patron. We almost got eaten by mummies, like, eaten by, like, gnolls or something last time we did this. We found one of his magical items. (sighs) Barely better than some sort of artist. (laughs) I'm not sure if I should take offense by that or not, because, like, alchemist. No, no. As much as I enjoy arguing with the uncouth rock... It, we were not sent here to argue. We were just we came here to find it, and we have succeeded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next step is, or the next question is, what do you do? I mean, we found what we needed. Do we want to explore the upper floors? Because personally, I don't. I kind of do, but it depends on what the party wants. This place is dangerous, Margot. Yeah. We've almost died multiple times. I say we have what we need. We need to make oh, our that way. That fills me with such confidence. We need to make our way back, which is precisely why I do not wish to explore the upper levels. We need to make our way back to Lord Benton. Okay. <laughs> that was our original contract. Have we? What were those cultists after in the library? This thing. Yes. Yeah. Then we have accomplished our goal. Then we can head back. And if okay. I remember, we were given a one-way ticket back, weren't we? I don't think they were expecting us to, you know, leave the library. Yeah. I imagine we're saying, we're talking about this as we're walking back out, if possible. Sure. I would also like to remind Flint that you're currently on the continent that the UN Empire is on, and you know that the UN Empire is holding Elric prison. And none of us do, so. Yeah. Well, Rovarth does, because he was awake when that conversation happened. Oh, God. I Uh, mean, well... If we're done here, we can leave the Blightwood. Elric, my um, my teacher, who taught me alchemy, he's being held by the. I'm sorry. How do you pronounce it? The UN up. UN. UN. UN Empire and. Like UN McGregor. <laughs> UN Empire and like, we had an argument before we left. But thing is, I still don't want him to die. All right, let's go. Let's go free Flint's dad. Like, ooh, slash mentor. A teacher. How long have I been? How long have I been in that stupid sarcophagus? Uh, a while. At least 
minimum at least like more at the very least 30 years because that's when the blight would no the blight would happened about 100 years ago ago. oh yeah then at least 100 years probably last at all what year is it i tell him the year what (laughs) my gods you have a new calendar well, there was a great war and all that ripped apart the the uh, twin continents, so. Well, that happened millions of years ago. Literally, the Alder Crown is followed by No, the I'm Light talking Wood. about the, my great war, damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Are you being metaphorical when you say that? <laughs> yes. Okay. That was me as a GM being confused. <laughs> Uh, I thought that that was the Mana Stone being a mocking asshole. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was me. Sorry, I'm trying to find a good voice for the Mana Stone. Your teacher is honestly what you got, which is like you know, sassy, angry asshole, is like perfect for it. So your teacher, your so your teacher is being held by the Empire. Yeah, and, like, and how, how how do you know this? Do you know what caused me to change in the in the library? Or were you not aware? Or uh, did I not tell you? Oh, I hate demons. Roscoe takes a few steps. You made, you made a deal with something. Ooh, demons. <laughs> yeah, it. gossipy. Oh God. Okay, first off, rude. Okay, in my defense, it told me about the past that I don't remember. It told me where my mom was. It told me where Elric was being held. So. Judge me all you want. Did I say I was judging? I don't Done. Did I say I was judging? I did. It's all over your face. Remembering forgotten past is important. You should know by now how much I care about the past. We already know Margot doesn't judge. Uh, yeah, it's just like... And- this moment has become much less confrontational than I was hoping. <laughs> Grovarf, you are in charge of that stone now. Find a way to silence it. <laughs> Hey, don't be rude to it. Like I get it's I get it's an asshole, but like it's still an all powerful artifact. If you were trapped inside of a stone for I don't know, however long as just a soul, wouldn't you get become a little snarky? Mm-hmm. Roscoe looks yeah, at, sure. Roscoe like, looks at you all and go, the minute you start excusing assholeness, the moment it begins permissible to just be that way always. Kinda of like how I have permitted foolishness too often, and now it gets us in trouble more than it should. <laughs> yeah. Um. Any. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, and then I Roscoe. Roscoe sort of sighs and goes, "This place is awful," and I apologize. I so, have been kind of rude lately. Yeah. We need something, to get out of here. Something Roscoe would definitely know is that the Mana Stone has been, or the spirit inside the Mana Stone has been trapped for a long time. <laughs> Close to 5,000 5, years. 5,000 years? Yeah, I can't understand that being yeah. making someone a little peeved. But that doesn't mean I have to put up with it. <laughs> oh, no, that's yeah. fine. But Roscoe just goes, if it means that much to find your teacher, Flint, we will find your teacher. But simply knowing it's being held by the Empire, we need more information than that to figure out how to get to him. Is there a specific city? Did the demon tell me that? Because I wrote it down, but I can't remember which notebook I wrote it down. Because I might have written it down in my sketchbook. like a dumbass. I don't believe that they did. Yeah, I don't think they did either. Um, now, that being said, Bimron is the... Uh, or Bimron? Bimron? I gotta look up what my spelling was. I'm trying to remember. Is the capital of the UN Empire. So if the government was holding him, it's probably there. Roger just sighs and goes, let's get out of these woods, and then we can discuss this further. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, let's... Who has a current map? We need to get to the closest town. I don't think any of us do, because, you know, None we weren't expected to map. travel to, a, to <laughs> the We, we other have continent. relied on Margo direction. Yeah. <laughs> um, Margo, Bemin. take us to the Bemin smell of trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's good for that. Damn, Jesus. <laughs> so what you know is that the UN Empire is to the southeast of the wilds. Okay, so my roll. So just start making survival checks. All right. 
I don't think I can help with this. Or can I? Unless you were trained in survival, I don't see where it would be reasonable for you to be able to Oh, I got a 14. Yeah, that that makes sense. A 14. 14. All right, make me another one. 19. Margo, we trust. 19. You actually find your way back to the Lizard Folk Village. Yay! Cuddle Puddle Village. Yay! Um, And they are more than happy to (laughs) help resupply you and hear tales of your travel through the Blightwood. In fact, I will make a performance check for my tales through the Blightwood. Why is that always my best? That is a a 25. Yes. They are entranced. Even the main of stone is quiet. Oh, wow. Um, I want to say for in-character purposes, now that we're out of the Blightwoods, Roscoe is much more relaxed and in a much better mood. He's less snappy and he's less... He's kind of less, what's the word I'm looking for? Blunt, like he was being earlier. Well, for one thing, you can see the sunlight now. For the record, I've been kind of playing that Roscoe's been on edge (laughs) ever since we entered the Blight Woods. (laughs) Yeah. Seems fair. I mean, this is fair, which is entirely fair. Which is why he apologized for being rude, because he finally realized it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, he makes that 25 performance check, and you just see Roscoe come alive. Yeah, Roscoe is describing your fight. He describes, in a less comical way, Rovarth dealing with the slod. <laughs> he, he makes it sound much more dramatic than it was. He does, do a, he does do a comical thing when we were first going through the Blight Woods and we just couldn't figure out where we were going. He, he kind of makes yeah, that comical. around in circles. And at first, Margo, it makes it seem like you're going to become like the comic relief. But then like the <laughs> badassery moments of Margo kick in. Yay. And like all the comedy moments and all the comedy moments that lead, leads to Margo being murder baby are absolutely worth it just to be murder baby in the story. <laughs> <laughs> and interestingly enough, they are not most interested, but incredibly interested to hear about your encounter with the forever bear. That makes total sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Roscoe's in his element tonight. <laughs> yeah. And with that, this episode is over. You guys got Yay. some some stuff you want to plug in? Like a Glade plug it in, plug it scent in. thing? Mm-hmm. I have Twitter and Instagram and a TikTok. Though I'm not at, right now as recording, it's it's something the other where whether or not it's going to be banned. Apparently not. I don't know. Anyway, they're all Evan. Elvenly underscore E. I, I yell about things a lot. Like, I'm trying to post art, but, like, I'm in the process right now of going through school, so it's not a lot, but I'm trying. But, yeah, have a have, have fun. Please join me in my yelling. I have a YouTube channel, which is Aracil Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, where I play various different RPGs and other various role-playing games and, you know, play characters and read dialogue. And, you know, sometimes cool things happen. Check it out. All right. First, you can find me on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer. And you can find me on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. Jerry spelled J-E-R-I both times. And on both of those things, I post cute pictures, food, gardening. I do a lot of wrestling. Speaking of which, if you are into wrestling, I now write articles for VoicesOfWrestling.com under my real name, Jerry Evans. So if you go on that page and see something written by Jerry Evans, that's me, if that fascinates you. Thank you. I'm Ashley. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter under AmCosplayClean. I'm getting back into sewing a bit, so there should be some progress photos of various projects I'll be working on over the next few months. And if you dream of Genie, you can find me at royalartisanprops.com. Bye! Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this part of our Tale Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.